Welcome to The Winding Road Home, now available on virtually every major podcast platform. I'm Russ Salerno, your show host, and alongside with me is my lovely wife, Yvette. Hello. How is everybody doing? How are you? You've had a good day. I have had a good day. Um, I, 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 rode, I just got done riding 20 miles, about 20 miles on my bike, and I was four minutes behind my best time. I came home and was like, I got to get this done today. I got to gotta do it. And I'm just so glad I came home late enough that I... Darn, missed doing that with you. Yeah. So, um, hey, we have a special guest on the show today. One of my good friends, Greg Batten. Greg, are you with us? I am with you. Nice. You now, welcome, so, Greg. Let me, let me just, yeah, let me. Uh, got got to give him a little props here. <laughs> this guy here. Let me just say something. So, like so, uh, you know, you know how that you have friends that uh, that are that are like hard to have it's hard right it's like work right and then you have friends you don't talk to you for a while because you're busy and he's in one state and you're in another and then you but every time you talk it's like you just picked up right where you left off that's greg right there that's greg and and you know we're um the thing i like about greg and and friends like this is like they're always rooting for you you're always rooting for them there's no envy there there's no nothing it's just man you know and it's 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 very uh it's very uh, uplifting and uh, Greg, that's what I love about you, man. You got a great story too. I can't wait to hear it. Thanks, man. I yeah, I, I agree with that. Um, I agree with that. It's you're easy to talk to anyway. I mean, that's why you're going to do well at this well at this podcast. You're you're a good conversationalist. You're uplifting. You're positive. You don't call with negative stuff. And you know, what do you not you, that you know people can call with negative stuff, but you you're a positive guy. Well, I appreciate that, and and I'm You're not like I'm not always positive. You can you could just ask a vet. Oh, I'm I'm rolling my eyes right now. She's, I know if yeah. you were here, you could see it. In fact, I thought she was going to do this exorcist thing. I was looking at her like, what is wrong with her? She's getting ready to pass out. I was out. like, who is he talking about? My goodness, he's positive with me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. where it all goes. You want yeah. to save it for Greg? And so and so, check this out. Last show we talked about um, you know we we t- we tend to talk about toilet paper on this show. I don't know why. But we we have been the over. Are you an over person? Are you an under person? I've had all kinds of. I mean, the majority I would say of people that have talked to me since that first show we talked about the correct insulation technique of toilet paper. I would say ninety five percent. I was wrong. I thought it was going to be lower. That ninety five percent are over, and about maybe four percent. Four percent. You were wrong. Yeah. Can I, I write wrong. that down? But the last I know. But <laughs> I got a good track record because the last time I was wrong was back in nineteen eighty seven. And that's when I thought I was wrong, but I was actually right. So, but anyway, so um, ha, that's, ha. <laughs> yeah, you, you like that. Is there anybody, so, uh, you say 4%. I don't know that I've ever met an under. I've met, under I've met, I've met, I've met, a, I've met a, quite a few unders and I met one that's a vertical. Now, now get this. She just wanted it on the ground. She, yeah. she, it's a she, yeah. She, okay. she wanted it on the ground. She doesn't matter. She likes to just reach down, hand down, and grab. She doesn't well, like she's it. Wealthy. On... She's wealthy. Because that means her toilet's far away from her shower. Wow. Well, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It would get wet. Mm-hmm. That's that's true. So, that's true. I'm guessing she's a wealthy person. Uh, I don't know. Well, I could. I could have been a good psychic because you take something like this and just go. Yeah, I mean, so, but what <laughs> I, I what well. I told that what I told the, the the listeners last show that I I had you pegged for a leafy green guy because you're, uh, Greg, you you hunt you you hunt yeah. probably more than than I mean most of my friends and oh, every, yeah. every time I see you you're either fishing hunting, uh you know, uh, killing some some wild animal uh you know animal. yeah and so I had you for a leafy Sacrifice. green guy and I think you just got done fishing. 
And I think you didn't you say something about there's some pads or some some a lily pad. I'm sitting. I I am sitting in a lily pad field right now in a lake, uh, oh. uh behind my house on my boat. So you, I came out here to do this podcast. I'm it, sitting on a beautiful. Sun. If I could just share a picture of the sunset right oh, now. Oh man, I bet. So so wait a minute. Is it illegal to 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 pick lilies lily pads? No, nah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't think. So. Okay, so you could take scissors. And actually yeah. cut them and then put them, layer them, like stack them and yep. shove them in a tissue box and then put them next Not- to and pull one of them out. So it looks it looks kind of made up like it's supposed to be that way. And then you could just pull a, a, a lily pad. You've been out. thinking about this, haven't you? Ever Not sure I've ever. I've no, I've, no, I've used lily pads. There's an alligator right there. Is that? Um, oh, not no. sure. Not sure I've used uh, lily pads uh, pre-planned. I have used them. When the element of surprise hits you when oh, you're fishing, oh, oh so he's actually used. So it is a, uh, so oh, it is a yeah, thing. Wow, yeah. nice. So at that point, it doesn't matter whether it's over or under; mm-hmm. it's no, just it's available. No. So yeah. the good thing is, it's all kind of thrown back into the woods. It could be fertilizer, the whole thing, all natural. Yeah. That's right. I I'm wouldn't just... prepare them for my septic tank. <laughs> mm, yeah. <laughs> so hey, you know, and, and kind of on on a similar note, I was with a good friend of mine today. Um, I There's had a, a similar note to that. A similar <laughs> note, believe it or not. Yes. Because I was telling him, I was telling him about the show, uh, this my, my my buddy Pat Heidrich, and um, I was telling him about the show, and and uh, asked him to listen, and you know, can we give me some feedback, and um, and and we, I started talking with him and his wife about things, and I was telling him about the toilet paper thing, and he's, and then for some reason we got on peeing on the seat, like you know, do you stand up, do you sit down, um, and I, you know, that's that's like a whole kind, that's a whole other conversation. I mean. For another time. For another time, but I, you know. Well, I can tell you, I am a hundred percent bona fide uh, seat peer. Yeah. I'm almost. I'm, I'm, I, I am, am too. Sitting. I am too. Oh, and I, I was, you know what? I was in the closet about that because I didn't know if that was right. But I don't like to clean up after myself like that. Oh, well, I don't sit down. I, I, I hear, I hear you do. Oh, that, you hover? Man. I, I can't endorse that. No, I he, understand. He do you hover? He just makes a mess. He just makes a mess. Yeah, I just, yeah, I. Wow. I just make the mess. Because See, the problem The problem is... I, I would feel like B. Arthur, I think, if I was sitting down. With <laughs> or so I don't know. So check this out. Check this out. So, so um, and, and I don't know, man, from a nozzle standpoint. I mean, the first the first time, I mean, it. you don't know where it's going. So you you just don't know. And you could make a, just a complete mess. I mean... What's well, a gamble? I, it is a gamble. And, uh, and you gamble. know, but you know what works? Putting a Cheerio inside the bowl. And aiming, and aiming? For the, aiming for the cheer. Really? I like that. And really? it gives you some, it gets, it's, it's, it's kind of challenging. It's, can you hit it on the first try? You know, when you're at the fair and you got the little squirt, the little squirt thing, and you're, and you're hitting the little dot and your, and your car is going up to sure. the top to hit the bell. It's kind of sure. like that. You're, you're, you're kind of trying to get the car to the top. And I am so glad. So, I'm, I'm just so, so glad I'm a girl. Yeah. Really right. glad I'm a girl. Okay. Right well, now. guess what? His mm-hmm. wife told me this that girls pee on the seat all the time. How is this? Because you do the hover, we have we have discussed the hover before. You the do port, the hover. So the, the John. No, the no, 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 no. Yeah. But impo- the Porta John hover. That's okay. how I teach yeah. my seniors in their class to do a squat. Is imagine you're in the Porta John, yeah. you're doing the hover. So of the thirty oh. listeners that we have, we just lost like <laughs> twenty nine of them. them. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're like twenty. We're moving on, on to the next subject now. Yeah. So uh, you know, yeah, and so um, yeah, we are gonna we got to move on. I mean, this this is crazy. This this um, this. Uh, 
this conversation. Hey, man, you're the captain. Hey, this conversation's really you're, you're going. The ship. the ship is going down. Yeah, the, the conversation is it's definitely going in the hole. I mean, it's really you steer it, man. The hole, man. If you want to talk bathroom and humor, I can all day. Oh, it's and it's easy. It's easy because yeah. everybody, everybody knows. That. I mean, it's it, it's it's this. It's every, a, it's everybody a has the same thing problems. We all share. Yeah, it is the same well, language. It is kind of the same turning, language. Turning, you know, fifty years old, which freaks me out a little bit. By the way, I I I, always, I know I always say that, but it's weird to me that I'm fifty, uh, Bob, because you knew you know you knew me when I was fifteen, and now here I, and and by the way, I call him Bubba. I don't know what you go by i see russ all the time but yeah it's bubba salerno to me you, you call me bubba um, you call me yeah, bubba. I, do. I call you bubba um so yeah t- turning 50 is uh is a, is a is a weird thing about especially when it comes to that that bathroom issue man if something happened where the nozzle doesn't work as well as you do it just kind of everywhere you know yeah. i don't know yeah well i don't know it's, it's but you, you know what you're just happy it works right We're well just yeah happy well it works. sometimes yeah sometimes they're not well nozzles they're they're crazy yeah. so Getting older is not for the faint of heart. I've learned. No. Yeah, know. my dad always tells me. He says, uh, you know, when you get older, just he remember. He says, remember this: shut up and ride. And he was. T- he told me a story one time about a about a guy he was riding with, and uh, on Harley's, and he and yeah. another guy, and they were at a stoplight, and there was this one guy in the middle that's kind of new, and you know, he's, he's his first Harley or something like that, and. You know, it was really hot, and it was in Florida. My dad's on the left side. This guy's in the middle. And on the right side is this Harley dude. I mean, he's like leather, tatted out. Yeah. He's the real deal. And the guy in the middle is like, man, it's hot, man. And the, and the guy the guy on the right's like, looks at him, looks at him up and down, and says, shut up and ride. <laughs> and I was like, there it is awesome. right there. So, you know, shut up and By ride. By the way, That's- the last time, last time I saw your father, I'm, I'm sitting two two or 300 yards away from the house that I saw. And then it was a political fundraiser party for yeah. the local, local uh, County mayor now. And, uh, who disappointed me, by the way, we supported him. He was a Democrat, but it's a nonpartisan seat. Anyway, I'm, um, I'm going off topic, but that, I, I saw your father at that fundraiser. Yeah. A lot, a lot of conservatives were at that. And this guy, so anyway, this guy wins orange County mayor. And all of a sudden now I think, uh, you know, during this last election cycle, him with uh, Andrew Gillum supporting uh, Andrew Gillum, and I'm like, oh, this guy's geez. socialist. You got every uh, every guy in, the, in West Orange County out here, uh, every conservative supports you by pandering to us, and then all of a sudden now you're you're endorsing Andrew Gillum, wow. Democrat or Republican. I just not not a particular fan of socialism. Yeah, so, yeah. I, I didn't mean to digress. No, no. I mean that's. I mean, I mean we we love we actually. Well, yeah, we, like, we love we love politics on the show and. Um, my, my feelings about socialism is it sucks. Okay. Yeah. Man, I mean, it too. just sucks. Well. And, and I mean, if you want to know about, uh, you know, you have, we have an active ongoing case against socialism in Venezuela. I mean, guys just look the, yeah. just look at Venezuela. Mm. So, you know, um, crazy that people are even entertaining it. Um, you got AOC, well, Ale- Alexandria, Ocasio Cortez, who's just dumb as a bag of rocks, um, promoting, yeah. I mean, all this stuff, and, and people are buying it. All this uh, free stuff. And the whole thing is, eventually, where is the money going to come from? If people yeah. aren't paying into the system and everybody's taking out, yeah. mathematical. Green New, Deal, Green New Deal is this. It equals $650,000 of, of, uh, of, of debt per household. That's, mm-hmm. that's, your, that's what you owe to make that deal happen. That went nowhere. And that got nothing. That didn't, that didn't <laughs> well, get one didn't get vote. vote. Not yeah. even one goose egg. Can you say goose egg? Yeah, so there, Has well, that ever even happened? They no well they're 
I mean, she's she's on to the next the next thing, and now she's now she's demanding that Trump. Um, uh, and she's not, and she says, I, "I'm not asking you, Mr. Trump, uh, for six years. I'm. T- it's like I'm telling you, you're going to give us six years of your returns." This is coming from a woman who, um, who who uh, diverted a million dollars of, of campaign funds from a, from a pack from two packs that she was that her campaign um, adv- uh, advisor was in charge of, was, owned they owned it and they diverted a million dollars and to this day the FEC still has not followed through on investigating and and, and find where that million dollars go this is how these guys get rich they you know uh, you, and you've got uh, uh, what's his name just um, just filtered about 100 k um, Beto just filtered 100 k to a to a company um, that his that his wife owns. It's some marketing company or some online. I mean, it's, it's crazy. I, I mean, they get away so, with it. So you're doing kind of you're you're wanting to get into media, mass media and, and doing broadcasting like you're doing, and you have to keep up. Well, let me tell you something I did about two years ago. And look, I'll, I like Donald Trump. I don't care. I didn't elect him to be my pastor, right? I elected him to be my president and, and run the country. So whatever he does, he does. That's that's that's. On a Sunday school teacher, you know, I'll, I'll get get with him on Sunday mornings. But I quit about the time he came in. I quit watching any uh, national news. So I don't watch Fox News. I don't watch CNN. Yeah, watch I don't anything. either. The only news I get, is, sadly, is typically Facebook. I scroll through Facebook all yeah. the time. And yeah. so when you say Beto and AOC, I see them all the time, and I read some stuff here and there. Yeah. Because of Facebook, I am not sitting down and listening. I firmly believe all the news outlets are set up as entertainment industries sure. and they have it. Cause if you'll notice they have the typical script, the Hollywood, they yeah. have a good and they're they have all a saying bad, the same thing. Yeah. And they have a good and a bad and they have a conflict. Mm-hmm. And that's what makes a movie or yeah. a play. If you're a, if you're a playwright, if you want to go to playwright school, day one is you've got to have conflict. Right. Good and bad. Yeah. So yeah, I see they thrive on AOC. It. I see Trump. It's there. It's, it well, is all set up to entertain and, and, and sell products yeah so I, I refuse to, there's no real there's real news but it ain't it ain't on right. tv well this is this uh, <laughs> i i personally abandoned fox about two and a half years ago i i i mean my, my parents yeah, my parents did. thought i was crazy but I, 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 yeah. I abandoned them about two and a half years ago and i said this is a bunch of garbage uh of course cnn and all that other crap um uh, you know i was never a fan of but you know i want to know what's in no. uh, what, what's up so i follow people on twitter that that are yep. that are conservative uh you know constitutional conservatives and christians and then yep. um, I uh, became a one of the initiate. I mean, one of the first members of CRTV, Levin TV, uh, way back in the day. Which yeah, is now, I like Mark Levin. Yeah, which now has merged into Blaze TV uh, with Glenn Beck. And I'm not, you know, he's a yep. Mormon, and I'm not all about that. But um, you know, and, and I'm not a huge Glenn Beck fan because he's he's a he's a little bit. Um, uh, he's he's kind of always though, he, I mean. he's smart, but he's always it's always a downer. You know, it's always uh, in time. There's some great people on but that. The, but the, but I tell you, the, the Blaze. <laughs> if you want some good stuff, uh, you've got you've got Mark Levin, Steve Dace, Chad yep. Prather, who you know uh, is excellent. Um, Chad Prather's a friend of mine, by the way. Yeah, you mentioned that. Um, I've got to know um, Chad over the past couple of years. He's now. I was going to say before you even mentioned Blaze TV, Chad Prather's one of the guys that I follow on social media and get a lot of my news from him. 
so I can trust what Chad says is going to be right uh, in, mm-hmm. a, in line with my views. Plus, he's, he's really funny. Right, he is. He's, so he's funny. So dude. yeah. So I abandoned them. I I abandoned Fox. I, I don't. It's it's not it's not fair and balanced. It's 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 Trump. It's 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 basically tribalism. They they, yeah. they love Trump so much they'll do whatever they have to do because they're all about Trump. And I'm with you. I didn't elect him. Uh, I, I mean, I voted for him. But I didn't vote him. For, I, 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 he would never be my pastor, obviously, like you said. But, <laughs> no. but he was, uh, you know. Well, I mean, I know his imperfections, but I mean, Hillary, in no way, no way. Um, well, so, how many people? Has, how many people have God used uh, in the past that were imperfect? All oh, of them. Oh, yeah. I mean, um, all the I mean, time. You know, everybody. Everybody went to Sunday school once knows that list of, you know, the, you know, the Paul and Saul and yeah, and yeah, Noah absolutely. And, and, and all these people were flawed. The Trump was flawed. So when he gets up and says, "Thank you know, thank God for this and in the name of Jesus," and I, I kind of go, you know, maybe he's pandering to his to his base, but maybe he's not. I, you know, that's not for me to say. But yeah. I hear Trump, you know, who would never thirty years ago run around saying, "I uh, in the Almighty Father's name, I say something." He says that stuff now. So yeah, whatever. Now, I I got to take him his word. I'm not going to call him hypocrite. Right, and and I'm but but I knew we were in trouble um, on, on the biblical side. I mean, he, he didn't really know his Bible. I mean, when he said, you know, the book of Second two Corinthians, yeah, two Corinthians, <laughs> and then Second Hesitations. <laughs> he did book not. Of That's so, yeah, the book of Second Hesitations. I love that. Um, so anyway, hey, look, we're gonna um, we're gonna take a quick uh, quick break, and uh, we will uh, we'll be right back. We're, we're gonna we're gonna talk about uh, another way that you can feel good about yourself. It's kind of different. And uh, Greg and I, Greg, I think Greg's going to really love this. All right. So, uh, Greg, have you ever, have you ever needed a hug? Like, yeah, I need them all the time. Yeah, I mean, so like, what? Uh, so when you need a hug, I mean, it, it, do you, you typically call a guy? I mean, would it be like, hey, Russ, I need you to drive down to Florida, man. I need a hug, man. <laughs> well, these days, the past twenty years, I guess the only one that I'm really allowed to hug with any sensuality is my wife. She's right. narrow-minded about. Uh, she'd probably prefer me to hug a dude over over a woman, but no. Um, yeah, no, I'm I I I like uh, lady hugs. Yeah, and those are those are definitely yeah. good. Um, so is there a yeah. difference I, between no, is there a difference between hugging and cuddling? Like, uh, yeah, I mean, it, uh, fe- it yeah. feels like cuddling is a little bit more than, like, it's almost like a guy can give like like you know the guy hug, right? The guy hug sure. is that's the Do it every day. You know, you 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 first the first move is clasp the hands with the you know kind of the almost the the arm wrestle Up grip. About the sternum, yep. The arm <laughs> wrestle grip. Pull it, pull each other next, pull, pull each other in. together, right? Pull them in, and then hand on the back, two pats. Pat on the back, yeah. Or pat, just pat. bump right shoulders. Yeah. Or, yes, yes, yeah. yeah that's, that's Did they good. teach you that in school? That's just, up? and you know what? I've never been taught that, but that's just a natural thing that that, that manly men do. I learned right? it on the NBA. Yeah, well, I, I learned it watching NBA. Okay. Watching NBA. No, that's so so that so, but they have a the couple NBA. of they have a couple of hand pats and waves and in them and then they moonwalk uh, away from each other or something like that don't they don't, yeah <laughs> so, <laughs> i mean it's like, i mean so 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 check this so check this out greg i i i saw this in the news and i and i, I you did too because we, we talked about this so 
when you're not feeling good about yourself as a man, yeah. they have this new group um, that it's 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 called the Plymouth Meeting Group, and they they work through uh, their their tough times uh, and healing, and and they may some of them may be like really going through tough times. I don't know, but but they get together and they're all men and they they just cuddle. Um, men, yeah, so, men cuddling. Is there a picture of this anywhere? Are they There's paying one. for this or? I think it's just it's a, a it's just a group. Yeah, it's just a group a of group? guys that get together. Join a club or anything? You're, and, yeah, I mean, donate, um, donate a pair of something. And so it, or, it's weird because it says right here that part of uh, part of it involves learn uh, involves learning that physical touch extends beyond aggression or sex. Um, plat- platonic affection can be a doorway to emotional closeness. I mean, this is out there, man. I mean, like when I'm hugging a guy, I'm not thinking of the word platonic. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not thinking of well, anything. I hope you are. I don't even. What does platonic even mean? I mean, it's, this is crazy. It's, it's the opposite of sexual. Platonic is like it's so, like yeah, you hugging Jenny. It's like it's platonic. You hugging yeah, someone okay. that well, you're not. Well, I hug my kids. You know, pretty tight. And yeah, there's no. I mean, it's it's a. I, I don't know what what the feeling is. Certainly, <laughs> goes without saying. It's not sexual, <laughs> but um, it, you when you hug your kids, it's like a, a cathartic. Thing that's probably healthy oh. and stress stress relieving and yeah. god puts those god puts those things all over us all the time to relieve stress um you know the beach is a, yeah. you know hugging your kids hugging your wife yeah but that's stress, that's stress different relieving. though you know hugging I mean, another dude would cause me a lot of stress especially the next morning at 4 a.m when i can't sleep and i'm waking the, <laughs> right, <laughs> right. What have I that's done? great yeah, well, that's awesome. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, absolutely. But it's I mean, not that yeah. it's hugging; it's cuddling. Like, well, so, okay, so so I'm going to read this a little bit further, and this is it gets a little not rated X, but it kind of it's 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 going that direction. So the oh, cuddling this is a G program. The cuddling it's not rated X, Uh-oh. but the cuddling started. The, the cuddling started with it says the cuddling started with men pairing up to do what they call the motorcycle hold, in which one man sits with his back against another man's chest. As if they're riding together on a motorcycle. Now, now that is a dude code violation, right there. All, Done. All I can hear is Homer Simpson. You are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hey, let me tell you something. Hey, you, you hey, Greg, you could have the coolest motorcycle in the world, and you say, "Hey, jump on, and let me take you for a yeah. ride." And I'm like, "Dude, yeah. ain't no way. I no way. Just, I'm going to be on the back of that bike with you. And it's no way. I'm not grabbing. There's no way to do it." Uh-uh. No. no, I'm not. I'm not grabbing your your your. Uh, no. I'm not. I'm not grabbing underneath your chest and, and leaning and, your head and, on and, his and, back and, and then whispering sweet nothings in your ear. I'm not going to do that. But no says, matter how you do it, you're going to end up looking like Lloyd Christmas and Harry and <laughs> every time. That's great. That's great. So so um, it says here that some massage their partner's shoulders or hands while uh, the others um, stroke the other person's beard. Many closed their eyes as the room fell to silence, and after 15 minutes, they switched to a new partner, and this is a healing, cuddling session. That's what it looks like. So, anyway, this is where we've come. Look, masculinity in America is... I have a heart monitor on those guys. Yeah. Goodness gracious. I like to read the readings on that. This is, this is, where, we've, this is where we've come. This is where we've come. I mean, seriously. So, and so, and so uh, God is looking at this, I'm sure, and, and he's... He's just—he's like, dude, really? I mean, really? Raise so, his hand to protection a couple more inches higher over America. Yeah, you know, I mean, kind of, kind of like he's doing, kind of raising his hand to protection over America, and that's kind of what you see in this stuff. It, it he's is. Like, All right, so 
Sodom. And, you know, you can read about this. Right. Uh, in the book of matches over there, two Corinthians, Sodom two. and Gomorrah. Whatever. That's right. <laughs> you know, That's right. Old Testament. I don't know the book. But, yeah, he's no longer uh, well, protecting us. Like well, yeah, and I, I would agree with you there. I mean, um, so— so hey, so uh, I'm 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 wigging out just kind of talking about this. So I'm gonna we're gonna move on take take another quick uh, segment break, and we're gonna we're gonna next we're gonna come back and we're gonna I'm gonna hear your story, um, and uh, so does so does the audience. So uh, we'll be right back. All right. Hey, so, so Greg, you got a great story and, and, um, you do kind of the opposite in, of what, of what most people do. You, you, you've taken some chances in your life and, and I like that. I took a few in my life and, um, I'm less of a risk taker now, although I'm taking more risks. Um, this show is kind of a, um, a, a, uh, not a risk, but, uh, you know, something different and, and uncomfortable for me. We've talked about this I, when I called you and asked you for some you know, just advice and stuff. Um, but but your story is interesting. Um, so tell the tell late late on the line. Tell tell us tell us about Greg. Well, <laughs> first of all, let me get back real quick. If you're cold and you're in a tent and you're with John Cool from high school, it's okay <laughs> to snuggle because I did that one. <laughs> oh <laughs> no, my heart. Wait wait wait. wait. We Who were is? Free- who is this we were guy? freezing to death. He's a guy, but everybody in, in, in our neck of the woods knows who he is. And our, yeah. and our Bubba's and my, uh, one of my <laughs> best, well, best man of my wedding. Um, yeah, we got cold one night and really cold in a tent on an island in the Indian River. Everything was wet. And yes, we had to lay really close together. That's so, survival. That's though, survival. Man. I had that's to get different. that off my heart. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, and I'm glad. See, see, and he's an honest guy. <laughs> you know, but but that's that's survival. That's but, survival. Yeah, those yeah. guys aren't. That's not survival sitting in that's a room. That's not. Yeah, the, the, I'm looking at this room and there's couches and, and, uh, and heater, oh, yeah. heaters and fans. And uh, I, know, like, no. I mean, come on. So, 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 I yeah. Like, so now that's. I don't even like guys. I don't like any other guys, hardly. That's good though. That, all right, so so now we got that out of the yeah. way. That you, you you've yeah. cu- you've cuddled once. If in your, your life, life depends I've on cuddled. it, it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> Fine. But so, you're you're a, right. you're a Florida State guy. You're you went to Florida State. Uh, big big FSU fan. You're also a UCF fan by default. I am. I so, am. And he grew I, up I, a Gator I, fan, so we get, we I have did. to give him credit for all three. All right, you get that I, way. He, he made everybody happy. Covered all your. To run for office, I can you run can. for office one day, unless they ever read deep into my Facebook history and I can't. So. <laughs> I guess, well, I don't do anything worse than Biden has ever done. Um, so, yeah, I, I to Evans High School with Bubba. Bubba, by the way, was like a local legend. He was like the star athlete. He played oh, right. uh, which is football and what else? He played soccer? Ba- Did he play soccer? Football, basketball, and track. Basketball, and track, yeah. All around, good athlete. Your father was an athlete, you know, so uh, I always thought Bubba was like, you know, the... Um, the, the gifted one and right, uh, that's, right. I say everybody looked at you that way. And then you ended up going to UCF to punt, right? To, to, to kick, right? Yeah, I was a punter. That was a, I punted there for punter. I started for three years at UCF. So how much? I mean, I know you wouldn't hear my story, and I'm going to make my story brief. Um, but how much have you played there? You have to just be completely nuts over that football team right now. Oh, absolutely. I mean, to be a part of the, the, I mean, when I got there, we were a division two and we were in the yeah, semifinals. It was nothing like it is now. 
But and now then, you're and at then going, a year wow. after I got there, we went to Division One AA, and then within two years, uh, 1990, we went to the semifinals against Georgia Southern again. So two times in a matter of three years, we were in the Division Two and One AA semifinals, and aggressively moving to Division Division One. And I think a, about four years after I graduated. They went Division One in the, and joined the MAC, and then Dante Culpepper came along, and then yep, and then they moved out of the MAC, and and so they just kind <laughs> of have progressed. And to to see the the twenty five wins in a row, and, and I have you know there's a lot of haters out there, man, a lot of haters, and ragging on our conference, ragging on our schedule, wow. and you know I had a guy in my face, literally in my face, um, for whatever reason. I had a UCF shirt on, and he's an Alabama guy, and oh, uh, and you know I, I like Alabama too. I'm, I, yeah. I don't mind Alabama. Respect, yeah, respect, and so he's yeah. in my face, and I just looked at him. I said, you know, stop for a second. Stop for a second. Okay, I know our schedule is not as tough as the as an SEC schedule. I get it. I said, have no, you? I said, have you ever played sports? He says, yes. I said, have you ever gone undefeated, ever, in any sport at any no. level? He said, no. no. I said, okay, our argument is done. Okay. Yeah, I mean, because, you're playing teams. Right? Yeah, yeah. And you're beating I mean, teams. Right. And 25 in a row at any level. I mean, if you win 25 in a row in, in the Little League, in, in your local Little League, yeah, that's impressive. Mm-hmm. That's impressive. Yeah. So, yeah, um, so, you know, I, anyway. I, I, I ignore it and man, but, but I'm very proud and I'm also proud of this basketball team, man. They almost, they almost pulled off the, the win against that, Duke. That, that game gave me a, a oh, lot of stress. They I had mean, them on their heels. I was, I was out on a boat. Uh, I do that a lot, I guess I was, and, uh, I was watching, we had it recorded and I kept looking at the scores and I usually don't do that, but it got the best of me. And I saw 56, 56 and I'm like, mm. wow, mm-hmm. I had my father with me. And we were out here, and uh, I, he he was he said, "Don't tell me anything." I'm like, I just said, "Wow." He goes, "Nah." He goes, "I can read into it." Don't you know? If you're recording, that's another show. If you're recording sports, don't talk to me, okay? Because I can read anything you say about the game, the outcome. If you know the the outcome, yeah. Next thing I know, I click, I, I check it. It's seventy seventy two seventy two. Like wow, and he's going. My dad's like, "Just be quiet." So <laughs> he went home and watched it, and I. I went home and fast forwarded to the end and man that was just awful yeah they, they, you got to get they, the rebound right there at the end on that on that missed free throw they, that, they, mean, they, they, oh on that free, and then well they, then they got the ball back and missed two tap in yeah and, and the ball was in the it was in yeah. the hole it was in the hole in the hole anyway it was, so, it was like a circus rim but anyway yeah so so my my story um you know my story i i i know you listened to a podcast i did recently about it um yeah it, it's it's you know it's okay. It's not, I don't think there's anything real compelling about my story. I'm not trying to sell that to your audience, but, uh, I, uh, I graduated from FSU in 1990. <clears throat> I, went to, I went to high school with Bubba and graduated, went to uh, Valencia for two years. So I didn't have any grades because I was a baseball player and that's all I cared about. Mm-hmm. Hunting, fishing and playing baseball. So I had no grades and, uh, went to Valencia, which is a junior college down here in Florida. And, uh, after that, you can go anywhere you want. So my father was a Gator fan. From the 40s, I grew up mm. with a Steve Spurrier autographed picture hanging in our hallway. Wow! Actually, I actually got to share that with Steve Spurrier one day, telling that story um, in the Bahamas one time. We had had an opportunity to hang out with him for a while. It was great. So big Gator fan. Used to cry when they'd lose to Georgia. Man, I mean, oh, 1980 with Herschel Walker, Lindsey Scott, the whole thing. I was, I was devastated. Yeah. And uh, so all my buddies, so you know, after, after 
college, uh, you know, and a lot of people you know, Bubba Wells, Corey Williams, uh-huh. uh, Doug LaPointe, John yep. Cool, Keith George, Chris Fryer, all of my high school, all of our, you know, our clique, our little popular boys went to FSU. And I'm like, well, I, I don't know anybody going to Florida, uh, a few. Um, so I decided to go to FSU. I'm like, you know, what the heck, I'm going to go to FSU. So I did. And uh, graduated in 90, political science degree. I was going to go to law school. And I had a minor in criminology and a major in political science. And that's, that's the law school you know, curriculum typically back then. And I'm like, you know what? I'm kind of tired of school. I got accepted to two law schools, uh, one in Alabama, one in South Florida. I was like, I don't want to really incur $200,000 worth of debt for these private schools. Yeah. And uh, so I, I started a flea market boot company selling cowboy boots in the flea market. It sounds like a lady cable guy joke. <laughs> <laughs> selling boots in, a, in the flea market. Yeah. Um, nice. So, <laughs> um, so long story short, that became pretty successful. I was like, man, you make some, I, met, I was making real money selling boots in a flea market and in 1992 mm-hmm. in Sanford, Florida, working Friday, Saturday, Sunday, maybe one day a week, you know, during the week to buy it or inventory or something. But, uh, it, it worked out well. Then I, you know, decided to, I needed to open stores. Right. So I wasn't self actualizing. I was college degree, pretty smart boy. And I'm, I'm selling boots and I'm thinking kind of embarrassed about my lifestyle because I really worked Saturday, Sunday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And, but I was making, you know, I was making a hundred grand a year in 90, 1992, well, 93, 94. And, uh, I thought, no, I need to open stores. So we did. I took on a partner. We opened stores. It became a pretty decent name in the town. We started advertising on the radio that got me hanging out at radio stations, doing our ads. I got to meet a lot of radio guys. Um, I did all of our ads. I got to hung out, you know, back then the nineties were kind of wild, you know, mm-hmm. Uh, it, it, everything was cowboy boots and ha- Garth Brooks was the flavor. And oh yeah, so I kind of caught lightning there with that Western wear craze, not by any plan. I just kind of stumbled into it. So uh, met a lot of radio guys and, and really loved that. Really loved any time I ever got to do on any radio show or back then the Monsters of the Midday. You remember them, Bubba? No, they mm. were uh, the the. the Monsters in the Morning back then. They were the biggest show okay. in Orlando. Um, and, well, and, and then Larry the Cable Guy uh, it, it did a show on JRR in the morning. By the way, it is worth noting, he is one of my best friends on this planet. And I know you and I talk about that. And, yes. You know, that's the, and, and you always say, I don't want to make that your story. <laughs> but he well, is. I'm not, and, yeah. and from those days, when I got, <clears throat> I got to know him back in the 90s. What I meant to say is and, I'm, not uh, your, I'm not your friend because you're friends with him. No, right. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's what I meant to say. Um, but yeah. For sure. But there's, uh, you know, so I, I, he and I became really close back then. And to this day, we still are. I'd venture to say, if we don't talk every day, uh, at least in a group text, yeah. which we're, we're in with two or three of our buddies, every I, it's got to be every day. I mean, if, if, if we miss a day, it's rare. But anyway, so. Well, next time you're um, with him, will you, um, will you give him a hug? Not a cuddle. Just give him a hug from us. Just give him a hug from us. Just give him let me tell you, he's a hugger. Yeah. All right. Time. So, so you see, you just hug him and, and he, he's like, Hey, he'll, he'll be like, Hey, what was that? And then you, and you say, <laughs> that's, that's from, Bubba. that's from, that's from Bubba. So anyway, yeah. anyway, I've never hugged. I've never, I've never given him a bro hug, but 
you know, maybe I can, you know, virtually or just sort of distantly, whatever. But anyway, yeah, so, he, he's a big time hugger. I mean, yeah. big time. So, um, <laughs> but not and, a cuddler. And by the way, no, not a whip. Not a cuddler. Uh, if the, uh, anybody listening to this it, it, it is of the Christian mindset and you yes. want to learn a little bit about uh, Larry the Cable Guy's faith walk, Google uh, Larry the Cable Guy Liberty University speech. Okay. He gave, he gave a uh, commencement speech. At Liberty University, and he shucked the corn, man. He was good. Nice. He was evangelical, and he's a Christian, and he's an evangelical Christian. And his wife, I love it, is a straight up evangelical Christian, newer Christian. Right. Uh, past few years, just wrote a book called Unbridled Faith. It's about she ties in her love of horses with uh, with with God, and it, it, it's a fascinating book. Uh, I almost read the whole thing. <laughs> Nice. Yeah. You almost read the whole. <laughs> That's impressive. That was, that was Did it have pictures? If Larry, if Dan, if Larry the Cable Guy ever hears this podcast, he will laugh at that. <laughs> Wait, did it have pictures? Because he, the joke of my dad, he doesn't, he doesn't read. He's like, he's not. I'm not going to read a book unless it has pictures. I mean, he's just, yeah. he's just yeah. not. He's yeah. not. I'm not touching it. By the way, there absolutely are uh, pictures. Good. In that book. Good. So anyway, anyway, that has not a lot to do with my story, but that that is, it is worth noting that back then I did meet. Uh, Larry and I watched him blossom into the superstar and that now it's just a great father and Christian man that he is yeah. now. He's got life captured, you know, he's, he's been wildly financially successful and right. he doesn't, you know, he's still touring, but you know, so anyway, he started this Western wear stores, Greg's Western wear. I had to name him after myself. Always been a little bit of a narcissist, I guess. Um, <laughs> but you know, so, you know, and that, by the way, that was for girls, you know, why, why were we always, right. you know, putting our, or putting our plumage on that's for girls so that's right i was uh you know i had a lot of you know I, I, I was looking for you know on that last podcast i did you heard i was looking for my wife you know right um every time the door would open i was looking for is this gonna be my you know is this i was every girl i saw was a potential so it took a while i was 30 30 years old when i first laid eyes on the woman who became my wife um laura so anyway we uh we built this Western wear little empire. And you, you, you uh, kicked your coverage, by the way. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She's, <laughs> on she's that day. And, as did you. Although I think you're probably a little cuter than me. Um, <laughs> oh, right. Well, you, <laughs> wait, a minute, wait a minute, man. You're, you're putting me in the cuddling category here. <laughs> Cute. All right. So, so we uh, we got a little success. Mm-hmm. I Now, I've always been a, a music lover and, and country singer. And I've always had a talent for singing country music and imitating country music singers. I mean, I can do Willie, and I, and I say this with all humility. I can do Willie Nelson as good. I mean, it's so good that if you close your eyes, some people don't know. I mean, I can Get do Willie Nelson time. and I've done it on stages all over the, all over. I've, I can dozens and dozens of stages. I've done this on. Um, and John Anderson, I can do all that. Wow. So after college, I taught myself to play guitar. I took some lessons and I taught myself to play guitar enough to sing. And I always had this urge to, to try it. And, you know, speaking of Cable Guy, uh, we're going to call him Dan from now on. His name is Dan Whitney. Yeah. Yeah. He doesn't shrink from that anymore. <laughs> um, <laughs> speak, uh, so um, he would come in to my stores and hang out with me. And he'd be like, man, Greg, I, I'm going for it. I'm, you know. He was a club comic in those days. He was doing morning radio. Mm-hmm. He was a club comic, and he, you know, he was doing well. He was making a little money, and you know, he, well, we all thought he was rich because he was making good money in the comedy clubs. You know, wasn't 
wasn't that much looking back on it. But he would say, I'm going for it. Nothing's going to hold me back. And he goes, you should too. You should move to Nashville. Just do it. I go, well, you know, I've got these five stores here. I can't just move to Nashville. And, and I had some opportunities to do that. And I had some people back at me to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, as an aside, I was the lead singer of the hottest nightclub in Florida back then, eight seconds country bar. Mm-hmm. Um, we had uh, a store in there and it was a roaring place, man. Uh, you know, it, I was the lead singer. This is not when I die and go to, go to heaven. I'm not, I hope they don't lead with some of these years. Uh, and, and the story of my life sitting there with Jesus, but uh, yeah. <laughs> well, he's uh, you know uh, Christ died. Christ died for all and for all sins, and so exactly. Um, yeah, Amen. Thank you for that. But I mean, so, you know, but, I'm, no, I, look, not that I, singing is a sin, but I mean, you know, but no, but, but that was obvious. It was a wild time. But yeah. and I will say this because you know, and my wife's going to hear this. I was not. I was born and raised. I was not born. I was raised a Christian. Yeah. I was not. People would say, you know, you're not taking the full advantage of this, meaning I'm not doing all the evil I could be doing. <laughs> and I didn't because I always had that. But anyway, it was a, it was a wild time and uh, playing play that nightclub. So that was my thing. I had the Western Wear stores, and I am the lead singer of the hottest country bar in, in, in Florida. All of those, it was a three-acre complex in downtown Orlando. It was, it was amazing. Mm-hmm. So, you know, all that was fun but empty again i was always looking for my wife every every woman that i have met a lot of women because you know i was in that industry and they were all you know i was out every night and working all day and they'd come in there and then everyone on my you know am i gonna you know is she the one so one day and on a saturday august 29th 1999 the door opened and the most beautiful girl i'd ever seen in my life walked in and I'm like, oh my goodness! I could barely see her. I could see the side of her. I'm like, she's special. So uh, I couldn't see her at all. I, I saw the side of her, and I went around and I was like, can I help you? And she said, she turned around and I saw her full on. I said, wow, you're you're beautiful. That's the first thing I said. <laughs> you know, I wasn't trying to be cool and trying to be slick, but I just just blurted it out. And it wasn't like, you know, guys say that the you know, girls roll their eyes. It was like, whoa, it blew me away. Yeah. I knew right then I was going to marry this girl. Nice. She had no clue. She had no clue. Um, <laughs> by the way, she was 22. I was 30. Okay. And she's like, uh-oh. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, I, she said, I'm buying a hat. I said, what are you doing in my store? She said, I'm buying a hat so I can go to this bar tonight. Uh, eight seconds. I'm going with my father. I thought, well, that's cute. And then, I, of course, I got to say, guess who's the lead singer of that, Sugar? You know, me. Nice. So, uh, yeah. So, Did you say sugar? Those are uh, sugar. probably not. some of the fr- some of the benefits, the fringe benefits, right? Yeah, exactly. Uh, so I mean, that's why you do look. Anybody that's ever picked up guitar didn't do it for any other reason but for women. I don't well, care. What well, you done. do know I'm a drummer, right? And I play and I, and I played. I, I played I the drums. I played the drums since I was seven years old, and uh, I played in many bands. Um, uh, every I did not know that every style of band you you name it: jazz, country, really? rock. Uh, I played in church. Uh, I play today. I mean, even um, kind of on my own. I don't play anymore. But I I played in I played at Coyote Joe's once, which is a which is a place up up here, kind of like Eight Seconds. Um, yeah. Uh, so um, yeah. So kind of uh, done a little of that my, myself. You know, music, I'm, I'm not uh, I'm not musically inclined when it comes to my voice necessarily, but. But so you um, know, yeah, yeah. So you know, the, but the not feeling. like not 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 at your level though. I mean, that's, that's intoxicating. Well, I didn't yeah. have any level. I was a local 
there was no levels. I was a local guy. But this club, I'm, if you hear something, oh, shoot, I just hit a log. If you hear something, uh, <laughs> I'm backing my boat out because <laughs> the mosquitoes were getting me. So I'm sitting on my boat in the, in the middle of the lake now. Getting, so if you hear something, it's that. Anyway. With the alligators at night. With the, oh, no, the alligators. <laughs> do, they do come out at night. That's yeah. right. So anyway, uh, you're beautiful. Okay, that's where we left off. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you were talking to me, but go ahead. <laughs> yeah. Long story short, I, we start, we start dating. Uh, I chased her probably for 18 months. Like, you know, she's like 22, 23, 24. It's like, I, I, you know, I'm not ready. I'm not your level yet. I'm not ready for this. I'm not at your stage of life. I'm like, and I'm like, you know what? Just take the, take the leap. And so one day she called me and she said, you know what? I think you're right. And I think, I think I'm ready. I'm like, Oh, okay. There's my, there's my permission to go ring shopping. So I did. We got married 2002. Took her on a fabulous honeymoon. I, I proposed to her, by the way. So listen to this. So that's now she had it. I wasn't flowing in cat. I was, I was doing well, but I wasn't like so rich boy. But I took her to Hawaii to propose to her off the coast of Diamond Head on a sailboat. So that was cool. She said yes. Yeah. Nine months later, we get married and I take her on a fabulous European vacation, uh, Italy and France and and uh, she comes back from that pregnant. Oh, <laughs> yeah, with a boy whose now name is Grant, and he's 16 years old, and he's the wildest kid I know as far as hunting and fishing. So nice. That's uh, that that's that part of, of my life. So come back now. I still own, we still own the Western Shores. Now she owns Western Shores because she's my wife. Um, we had built a strip center too that we owned. That was nice. That was you know, a little lucrative deal. So we had built the strip center mm-hmm. and housed one of our stores. So. We, um, I had a partner back then, uh, in the business too. I don't talk about much. Um, and good guy, he's a Christian guy. Um, I, I just fell out of favor with him. I just, I, for some reason I just thought I got to get out of this. I can't do this anymore. Yeah. My motivations are no, are no longer trying to find every girl in town. My motivation is now my family. So I told him we're selling everything and we did. And the market crashed as soon as we sold everything. Wow. We had all this money. I had all this money in my hand, and then the market crashed. I looked brilliant. <laughs> totally, totally just luck or whatever. Um, but, you know, of course, the market was crashing. It didn't crash overnight. Yeah. It was crashing after. So I still believe in this market, and I still made a lot of money in real estate because of the trip center. So I started investing in sketchy real estate, condos, lakefront lots. And then the market really crashed and continued to crash, and I lost it just about all that money I had yeah. uh, from that. So now I'm 40 years old uh, at this point and, and starting, basically starting over. Uh-huh. Um, so are you guys, are you hearing any wind? I just pushed off into the lake. I don't want you to. No, you're fine. you're fine. Okay, good. Yeah. <clears throat> so I, a friend, friend of mine called me and uh, he said, look, I, I think you need to get an insurance license. You're a really good talker. I'm like insurance. That's the dorkiest. And I'm not an insurance salesman. I mean, that's that's like what every failed entertainer does, you know, or athlete. It's an insurance license, and and uh, he's like, well, you know, you'd be good at it. I'm like, I got to do something. So I did, and I I was selling individual life insurance and individual whatever, and just you know, I've never been the kind of guy that's going to call you and say, hey, Bob, I haven't talked to you in 20 years. You need life insurance? I'm yeah. Guy. Yeah. By the way, not me. By the way, yeah, Ross, yeah. Not, yeah, that's just never not me now. Not hey, me Greg, now. good, 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 to, good to catch up with you. Hey, by the way, yeah, 
uh, what would you do if, uh, if how would your family just survive if you were to die? <laughs> so, yeah. Anyway. They'd be out of luck. I, I was not successful. I was not saying, by the way, you do need life insurance. But that's, I, I, have li- I have life insurance. Because, but yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm not going to sell yeah. it to you. But I, uh, you do need it. And I am a massive proponent of that. And I'm a massive proponent of a lot of things uh, insurance-wise now. So anyway, I get this uh, life, it, 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 life insurance deal, and it's just not working. So here comes a little uh, God intervention. I know this is a godly show. Um, we haven't talked too much about Well, what, we will because i got some questions for you. Okay. Um, <laughs> but don't make them too hard. I don't no, want to I'm not, make I'm not. I don't want to go to hell. Yeah, um, no, no. You're, you're, you're good, man. So what, my, wife, what... my wife and I are in Sunday school one day, uh-huh. and we walk out of Sunday school. And I hear a guy that I know, I know to be a smart guy. Um, and he's in our Sunday school class. We're ta- he's talking to somebody, and he goes, you know, so yada, yada, yada. 215 license, and I'm starting this new venture. 215 license is the license you have to have to sell life annuities and uh, life insurance and health. I can help. And that's what I had. So I go, what are you talking about a 215 license? He said, I'm starting this venture, uh, I'm, I'm agency doing colonial life. I'm like, what are they? He said, they're basically like Aflac. They invented the industry that you know as Aflac. Yeah. So, and that's what, that's what colonial life is. Colonial life is out of Columbia, South Carolina. Yeah. And they are, they invented accident insurance, cancer insurance. That, we actually have that them at, at my company. They were here today oh, actually renewing our, our employees. Really? Yeah. Well, that's fascinating. What, what, what kind of company is that? You, you're doing I, a- I run a, um, a, a coding. We coat, coat parts for, uh, you know, right. performance, so, performance coding. Yeah. So, so, so some wonderful person in North Carolina came and sat down with you guys and then talked about colonial life, right? Yes. Yeah, as a yeah, guy, guy awesome. that I know from uh, back when I owned my uh, I owned a, a professional employer organization, employee leasing company, and and the, the way I know Colonial Life to be, I'm sure this is a great guy because typically everybody that works there is great, great people. But anyway, so, so you're doing really I well did. there. I mean, you, God's yeah. God's blessing, God's blessing that. Yeah. So I mean, I don't know if it's because I, I I started this deal in church. I know Jesus got mad one time when people were doing business in church and through the. Uh, you know, the table's over and all that. But anyway, yeah, but this, that's, this, not, but, that, but that wasn't why you were going to church. <laughs> this business that you started in church. So, uh, we, uh, we, we started the agency together. I mean, he, he's an agent and he was like, all right, you're, you're, you're my guy. So that was 2011. Uh, fast forward, you know, to now, you know, we've been really successful at it and mm-hmm. it's just really helping people protect what's important to them. And that's all. It's as simple as that. Mm-hmm. We go to companies and we say, listen, if you were to have an accident, it's $5 a week for this policy for you to have accident insurance. If you get hurt, your deductibles and copays are going to overwhelm you. This will take care of all of you. I broke my leg two and a half years ago. That accident plan from Colonial Life, this sounds like a commercial now, paid me $8,200. That paid everything that my medical bill, my medical plan didn't pay. Mm-hmm. And then some. I actually made money to break my leg. So anyway, we started. And then yeah, God bless that that moment of my life because we really have been successful. And uh, you know, right now, you know, Windermere. I'm, I'm living in Windermere, floating yeah. on a lake uh, right now, about to to uh, pull my boat up and, and dock it. So so let me let me ask you this. So you grew up in a Christian home. Yeah. So um, when did you make your decision for Christ? When, when was that day? Was that when you were a kid or? Um... Yep. Four years old. My aunt, my aunt, my aunt, I probably would never have remembered that if you hadn't have brought that up. My aunt 
my mom's sister, uh, they're all very southern. I mean, they talk like all from Florida, and they talk like it's just very southern. But yeah. my aunt was like, you know, I was four years old, yeah, going to Metropolitan Baptist Church on Hiawassee Road. I don't know if you know where that was. Yeah. Um, and uh, she was telling me, you know, you have to accept Jesus. You know what you tell kids, you know, kind of. Yeah. I, I don't. I don't want to say the word indoctrinate. That's what you know. You do that wow. to kids, and you, and, and you say, but it's important. Yeah. And I, I, I ended up saying, you know, getting baptized at like four or five years old. Now let me ask you this. This is this might be a tough question. <clears throat> um, so, so I'm not saying you're not Christian. I'm not. I'm not. Gonna, I'm not saying that. But can a four year old understand no. his no. his decision? Like, I mean, because. There, there's a lot of that where, like, you know, I and I'm, and again, you know, I believe you're a Christian because you we've talked before. So I mean, I'm, but I think there's a lot of this. Like, you know, well, let's let's go down the let's go down the the aisle, check the box. Let's make sure our yep. kids our kids are yep. checked off and, and, and yeah, and and then they go off into life and they're you know whatever. And so, um, you know, I think the the first thing that we have to come to realize is that God convicts our heart. And, um, you know, the reason, the reason why Christ died is because we are, we're sinners. And as a child, you don't really understand that, um, fully. And so, um, I feel like, um, sometimes it can be dangerous, uh, and maybe I would say a false sense of security that, you know, okay, I got my kids covered now. That's good. I can kind of move on with life. And, um, like you're buying up God insurance or something. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. it's fire insurance basically, right? You're, you're yeah, you know, yeah, you're, you're, you're you're buying them. Yeah, fire insurance. Is yeah. Well, and, and look, I don't know if I I think the view of I I don't have the view that it's as hard. I mean, I don't I don't think it's as hard as some people might think to get into to God's eternal. I think He wants you there so bad, especially. I mean. Who hasn't struggled in life with everything like that? Right, but Christians, cr- Christians struggle. Everybody struggles. So yeah, w- with uh, everything. I mean, so the fact that I that I made my decision for Christ at four years old, I look back and go, yeah, that was stupid. What did that four year old kid know? Or five, however old I was, I was young. Um, but there again, you know, I, 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 especially when I was younger, man, I walked, I, I walked in, in 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 favor with him. I thought, and and, and he always kind of had my back man i don't know if it's because i did that or not but so everything in my life has been and, and it's not that's not why you do it either he's not he never promises any rosy stuff on this side of the earth right um but uh it, it has been you know pretty blessed i mean so let me I, ask I'm you i'm gonna knock that yeah so let me ask you though <clears throat> um so if you died today i mean i mean and you're a friend to friend i mean if you died today you for certain you 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 feel like you, you would you would go to heaven yeah well that's a that's a tough question, and yes, I do. But I mean, because if you ask me, I, I would I would tell you absolutely yes. I, yeah, I don't well, I don't have one I don't have one doubt in my mind. So that's that's great. Most people, I mean, I don't know anybody who could say certainly because we just don't really know exactly what the criterion. But I would I would argue, I would argue I, I, I have that criterion though. Yeah, I do. but I believe Jesus is the son of is the son of God. And he died for my sins. Right. So, so, so I'm going to, I'm going to, um, I'm going to, um, I'm going to argue, I'm going to, I'm going to make my point, um, because, because I want you to be sure. Okay. Um, and, and not that you're not sure, but it sounds like I'm, I'm maybe I'm doing my best and, and, and I'm hoping that God will forgive me, you know, and living and hoping, living and hoping. Right. Yeah. So, so this is what I know. 
is that <clears throat> the Bible tells us, and first of all, the Bible is, a, that's a whole show, but the Bible has withstood the test of time. Um, For sure. Um, and, and in that, in that Bible is, um, um, you know, the truth, what we don't see um, on TV. Um, there's a lot of wind, by the way. I'm hearing a lot of wind. It's really, really yeah, bad. I yeah, I apologize. Yeah, I apologize. That's okay. Let me, let me back out of here. That's I had okay. to get out of this. <laughs> yeah, that's all right. So, um, so, so, this is how we know. This is how you should know. Yeah, I'm going to turn you down a little bit. This, this is how. Oh, Okay, that's all right. That's all right. So um, this is how we know. Um, we know because Jesus' death and resurrection on the cross was sufficient. It, it is full. Your payment is is made in full. You don't have to um, do anything um, to 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 earn your salvation um, because. You're not capable of earning it, right? And, and if and if you think you can earn it, um, you you if you think you can actually earn it, you're you're basically saying, "Hey, God, I know that Christ did whatever He did on the cross. That's cool and all, but check me out. Check right. me out. I'm going to exactly. do this. I'm going to do this, and, and and look how look how righteous I am. Look how yep. good that I am. And and Greg, there's there's nothing. I mean, you can't do enough. You can't go to church enough. Uh, you can't give enough to the church. You can't be on on you can't be on you know more Christian podcasts podcasts or anything. Yep. There is nothing that Greg can do. But let me just tell you this. And I have met a lot of Christians lately that when I say if you die today, are you, are you going to heaven? They tell me, boy, I hope so. Yeah. <laughs> and and I have hope in Christ, but my hope is a confidence. It's not. It, my hope is in Christ. I don't put hope on. And anything on this side of eternity, my job, my health, uh, anything. There's everything in everything on this side of eternity can fail you in an instant. And you you've and, you've seen some of that, right? Yeah, in life, absolutely. you've seen some of that. And then so so what we have to do is we have to um, make sure that our that what our what our hope is in is in Christ. And then everything else, when we fail on this side of eternity, when your business fails, you make that bad decision, or you're you're parting ways with your partner, you know, in business because it just doesn't feel right anymore, and all that. Yep. Your hope has got to be in Christ, and then He'll guide you through those those tough times. So today I went for my ride, okay, and um, and as I'm riding, and so when I ride my my, my bike, my, my I do I do road cycling, right? And I rode almost 20 miles today. There is virtually on this ride, there is, there are, because I live in a hilly, you know, area, there, there, there are no flats. You're always on a hill. You're always. Is it cold. at least rural, right? Is it rural? Like it's it's rural. I mean, like, I think 10 cars passed me today. Because nothing tests my Christianity more than the guys around here, 10 deep, riding with their little Red Bull shirts on, yeah. clogging up traffic. Right, and I, I, I've I don't ridden, mind you in the country doing it. That's I've fine. I've ridden with groups before, and um, and 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 so yeah, some of them can kind of get out there and get in your way and all that. <laughs> yeah. I, I was by, anyway. I, I like to ride by myself because it's it's kind of me time. Yeah, but you know sometimes I look at the hill, and I'm like I'm changing gears and I'm getting ready to spin up this hill, and I'm like, man, I am whooped. Yep. And how am I ever going to make it up this hill? I was like that today. There was just, it was just one hill. I'm telling you, every time I do it, I'm like, man, 
Am I, I don't know if I'm going to make this, but I'm going to do my best. And I'm not coming off this bike. I'm not walking my bike up the hill. Right. And, and so, but in life, we've got our ups and downs. This is why this show is called The Winding Road Home. I mean, and so that's why I wanted to hear your story uh, because, you know, you've got uh, some success. You went out on your own. You, you know, uh, maybe what? I've never had, a, never had a W-2 job. In my life. Never had a W two job. See, I'm I'm yeah. I'm actually jealous. I mean, I've spent some time doing doing NASCAR. I was in a NASCAR business, and I've been in and out and doing some real exciting things. But you know, I've been a W two employee for twelve years. You know, maybe more. And I'm a W two employee yeah. now. And has uh, its positives too, by the way. But yeah, it does. It does. Especially at that time when you just have to turn in. You know, it, I, I well, stress this time of year. But I don't, I don't, I don't see myself when, when I, when I don't see myself as a W two employee because he, here's another thing, it's a God thing, you know. The Bible tells us to do everything we do as if we, as if we're doing it for the Lord. Okay, so when I go to work as a W two employee for this company and I run this company, sometimes I don't want to smile when I walk in the door. I don't. Yeah. I, 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 I had a bad morning or I, I, you know, maybe I'm just not enjoying what I'm doing at the moment. And, but I know that I have almost 50 employees in this building that are leaning on me. They're they're you know, in some way, shape or form. And if I walk in that building and I'm not passionate or I don't even appear passionate about what I'm doing as a leader, then I'm failing them. So I yeah. pray every morning before I get out of my car and I say, Lord, just, Give me the strength. Give me everything I need to honor you. And, and, and I don't care if it's a conversation with, with an employee, if it's whatever. I want to honor you today. And I don't know what that's going to look like today because every day, every day of, my, of my life at, at this company is different. But, yeah. but, but so, so if, if, we, if we can see from an eternal perspective. And if, if you're a Christian, you've got Christ living in you. You've got this Holy Spirit living in you. You no longer just have a conscience. See, everyone gets a conscience when they're born, right? That's con means with science means knowledge. You put those two together. Conscience means with knowledge. So everyone gets that. It's kind of like buying a car and having tires. You got to have tires. So, but no, but you don't, you don't get the Holy Spirit unless you die to yourself. You have to say no to you and yes to God. Yet, yes, salvation is free, but you got to say no to self. You've got to die to yourself. And when you do that, God puts a new, put, he rips your old heart out and gives you a new one. And you see life a, a little bit differently, a lot differently, in fact. And things that you used to love, you don't love anymore. Um, the desires of your heart and your youth, as you know, the, the, God's word says, those desires are detestable. They're, they're, they're just, they just don't, they don't line up with who you are anymore. Because right. God has changed you, He's 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 kind of you're reborn. I mean, and, that, and that's that's being born again. You're you're dying to your old self, and you got this new self. And so, I would tell you, as a friend and publicly on this show, have confidence. You know, you if you die today, and if you place your trust in Christ, like you would a parachute, like you don't just yeah. kind of put your you don't kind of put your trust in a parachute. When you jump out of a plane with a parachute, you're putting your trust in that parachute, right? No one would yep. jump out of a plane without a parachute. So <clears throat> if you place in your trust in Christ and what he did on the cross, and you believe that he resurrected, he defeated death, Greg, you're, you're, you're heaven-bound, not because you're a good person or you're trying really hard or anything like that. It, it's, it's because God's a good God, and he's the reason why. And so well, I, I would good. say this. So now I've learned that I am going to heaven. 
it's good. That's, that's, well, that's it's, good. It takes a lot of weight off me. Well, it is. And I was just going to, I was just getting ready to tell you travel on this side of eternity light. Travel light, man. Don't, don't carry all this bag. Yeah. Don't carry these bags. Just travel light, man. And, um, and I love you, man. You're, 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 you're a bro you're like a brother of mine. And, 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 um, um, you know, I want you to know that, um, I, I care about you and, um, um, and, 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 and yeah, I just, I just think that you, I really want you to maybe from that, maybe this is a, maybe this is a kind of a stake in the ground or something like that. You know what, moving forward, I am going to travel. I am going to have confidence because that confidence in Christ makes a difference on a daily basis. I do not know. I do not understand. And we have a mutual friend. I won't mention his name. I was just thinking of, of him. Yes. Well, and, and, yeah. and I don't know how in the world he or anyone who struggles in life and everyone does without Christ. I, I just don't I, I don't I don't I don't know how people do it. I really don't. What I, what I would like to say to him is, look, you're the most miserable person I've ever known. Yes. So obviously try try something different. Try yeah. this God thing that Baba keeps telling you about. Right. That I keep telling you about. Well, try there, it. Here's, you're miserable doing your way. Here's the problem. It's called pride. And that's that's man's biggest uh, sin is man's biggest problem, but but we get to this point where we have to make this decision. And 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 you and and what what non-believers do is they go, "Man, What's so and so going to think about me? What's what's Greg going to think about me when I tell him that I've that I've I'm I'm a Christian? You know, is he not going to like me anymore? Is he going to defriend me on Facebook? Am I am I a Jesus freak now? Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, and whatever. And and so yeah, there's some of that. I mean, there, there is some of that. Uh, our mutual no friend, doubt. our mutual friend, thinks I'm an absolute Jesus freak. I am. I am a nut. I'm a nutcase. You're a nutcase. Well, good. Jesus told you that was going to happen. But I don't. But see. <clears throat> but I don't. You, I don't live. When you see I don't, that, you laugh at it because you're like, "Yeah, God said people are gonna think you're, you're crazy." Right. I don't live for the <laughs> approval of man, so I'm, I'm no. going to I'm going to share the good news because here's the deal, okay? People you're are a seed, bro. people That's are it. spiritually walking off of cliffs on a daily basis. Yeah, and if we saw a blind man walking walking in the direction of a cliff with his little cane, and he's like tapping his little cane. And he's listening mm. to his little Walkman radio. I say Walkman, that's a 1980s thing. But he's walking, he's tapping his little cane, having a good old day. It's sunny out. He's enjoying the sun, even though he can't see, but he can feel it. And he's walking in the direction of a cliff. And you, you got to go tackle that dude. You got to go tackle him. And he's going to be kind of ticked off when you tackle him. Because imagine being blindsided in football or whatever, but imagine being blind and being tackled, yeah. right? I mean, it just rocks yeah. your world, I would imagine. And so you got all these scrapes and bruises and you're like, dude, what is, what is your problem? I'm tapping my stick. I'm walking. I'm having a, what is, what's, what is your deal? And you say, dude, let me tell you something. Uh, take your little stick. Pick, let me pick you up. Take your stick. I want you to tap over here. What is that? Well, that, oh, wow. What is that? Whoa. Yeah. Well, you were just heading for that. He ain't thinking about those bruises anymore. He's not thinking about all that stuff anymore because he knows that you tackle them for a good reason. And it's painful sometimes when God chisels away the old you. It's hard. It, it, sometimes it's, it's man, really? But, but when, you, when you look back in God's sovereignty and all the things that he's done, the, maybe the job loss or the failure in business or this or that or the other, and, you, and years later you look back and you go, man, you know, 
I hated that time, but I love that time now because it made me a better person. And today I'm, I'm, you know, I'm closer to God uh, uh, and, and I can handle and maybe be a witness to those who lost their job or failed in a business or whatever it is that you went through that God carried you through. You're now a, 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 a kind of a weapon against the devil that you can go and, and edify and build up those who are in, in similar circumstances now. And you can say, look, you know, let me tell you what God has done for me and showed me through, through, through a business loss or through a loss of a job or through alcoholism or through whatever it is that somebody's ever dealt with. And so I would say to you, man, your testimony is one that, you know, um, I, you know, you, 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 when you first started the, the show, and this is a long show, but I don't really care. People, what they, I don't really. I mean, this is good stuff. But you started, you started your your testimony with, you know, my, my story is not really that big a deal. No, it is. <laughs> it is because it's your story. Yeah, it's, well, it's, it's a big deal to me. I, it's you know, your story. People, I, I've had some requests for you know podcasts where people tell my story, and I'm always like, okay, well, I. But everybody's it's, story it's okay. is a big deal. That's true. Because every, right. every person has a testimony. And everyone's story is a big deal because, because every person on earth is precious. Even those unborn children that abortion clinics are killing. Yep. Every person is special in God's eyes. Button it's a hot button issue of mine and uh that's yeah. another whole other show. Yeah, yeah, and we've been promoting uh, the unplanned movie and, and we yeah. you know, we're big fans and, and we watch the movie and, and so but that is another discussion. But but Greg, you're special. Um, you're a special friend, but God sees you as a, just an absolute uh, special creation. When you look in that mirror, man, you look at those eyes and you look at yourself. There's 155 estimated 155 million light-sensitive cells in each one of your eyes. You are specially created to yeah. honor Him, and uh, He's doing it through you, um, whether you realize it or not. And God's sovereign, and he puts people in the right places, and he has me fire off this podcast, which I call you for some advice because you've been in the radio business, which puts us, puts us together, which puts your story out, and maybe the 30 people that, that are listening to our show will hear your story and be edified. Maybe there'll be 31. I, I don't know. We're actually, we're the podcast is, is growing, and he's blessing it. But my point is, in God's sovereignty, we're here right now. And actually what we're doing, even though we've talked about everything from toilets to toilet paper to, to cuddling in, in jest and fun, we're honoring God. Because in the end, the message is um, God is sovereign. He loves you. He, he's, he loves everyone listening to this podcast. And if, if you're listening to this podcast, if our mutual friend is listening to this podcast, he's hearing the same thing yep. that we've told him. And I will say this. Don't let another day go by. Make that decision. Because you know what? You can't do it on your own. Quit trying to tackle it on your own. Travel light, my friends. Make your decision for Christ. And um, it's, 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 it's simple. It, it's hard, but it's simple. Die to yourself. Come to, come to Christ. And the free gift is, is yours. And, you, and you, he'll, he'll change you forever. And uh, that, that's, the, that's really why we're doing this, Greg. I mean, we, Amen. I'm, not, I'm not doing it for... You know, I'm not for fame or money or anything like that. I mean, we made a small investment in our equipment and we just said, Lord, if there's one person listening to the show, we don't even care. And, um, but, um, I believe that God's going to use this. And, 
And I'm so grateful that you would you would come on the show and share your story. And you know, it sounds like to me <laughs> that you did outkick your coverage. And when you did, she sort of uh, she sort of God used her to to settle you down a little bit. She is well, and yeah, that's that's, <laughs> that's true. Age age had a part in that too, but uh, she is a severely godly woman. Yeah, this woman, um, you know. She wakes up every morning and listens to devotionals podcast. Today I get in the mail Sadie Robertson's uh, uh, little hundred dollar Bible study that uh, she's that my wife is doing with our daughter and some of her friends that she's going to force them to do. So yeah, yeah. Um, you know, God says you know you can be saved through your wife too, and that's that's he he sent her for sure for me. Yeah, if he if he would have sent you know some other some other party girl, I don't know. Yeah, it wouldn't have been. It would have been, life. It been bad. <laughs> It wouldn't bad. have been great. No. He sent me Laura. He sent me Laura. And she's beautiful and she's godly. And people, she's, she's one of the most amazingly nice people you'll ever know. You know, you can see that Christian look on. I see it a lot of times on faces. If you look at, um, Kurt, what's Kurt Cameron's sister's name? Candace. That, that Candace, that look yeah. that she has on her face is Christian. Yeah. Elizabeth Hasselbeck has yeah. a Christian look on her face. Kate is Sadie Robertson, uh, yeah. my wife. Uh, Wait a minute. Wife. It's all girls, yeah. man. It's all girls. Right? I know. Are there any guys, I, I, there any guys no, with this face? Yeah. There is, I can see it more in girls for some reason. But yeah. I can look at Candace Cameron and tell you she's a Christian by that glowing face right. that that people that are lost don't have. That, right. I can see that. I don't know if I've been with some sort of special talent I've got, but I can see that on, on yeah. somebody. Kathy Lee Gifford, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. She, she had it. Yeah. Um, that, that kind of the spirit. Yeah. I, I can, I can see it plain as day. So. Yeah. Well, Hey, um, uh, Matt, I really appreciate you, um, um, you know, having you on the show and I appreciate all your feedback that you've, you've given me about the show and, and, um, of course, share the show with your friends. Uh, hopefully your wife will yeah. listen to it. She'll be, she'll be edified just listening to you, uh, brag about her. That's great. And, yeah, um, that's true. And don't forget, uh, don't forget to give uh, Larry, the cable guy, my hug, man. Little, I mean, little extra, yeah, little extra hug. Give him, yeah, get, get, you know, just say, hey, this is from Bubba. You don't know him, but just get, you know. Um, and, and do what I said, y'all. Go and, and Google Larry the Cable Guy at uh, Liberty, and it's a great, yeah. it's great. Absolutely, you, you'll, you'll come out with a big time appreciation. Awesome. Well, Greg, uh, yeah. I really appreciate you. Thank you guys. Uh, joining Love us y'all. and and, 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 for being with and us. guys follow us on uh follow us on on twitter instagram facebook all that stuff uh give us a five-star rating on itunes love Bye you guys now. thank you guys